right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Speak to the Beak. I am Tim the Ferds, joined by Joe Wilson. And, you know, if you're probably wondering, like, hey, you know, I was up at 5 a.m. like a crackhead, and I was like, where's this podcast at? And that's because <laughs> me and Joe ran into some scheduling difficulties yesterday. So we're recording this on Thursday, April 29th, and it's going to be released on Thursday, April 29th, immediately when we're done. All right, so if you're wondering why I wasn't out in the morning, that's why. Hopefully that does not happen again, and we'll go forward with our regular routine schedule and timing. But Joe, how are you doing on Thursday? I'm doing good, Tim. How are you doing? You know, I'm doing pretty good because, you know, like I've been telling you off air, I'm a little busy. And by a little, I mean yeah. I'm like juggling 50 flaming items at one time. So I got a lot going on, but that's okay because we're still here to podcast. Um, so be- before we start, we got a couple of things we got to do, but Joe, I know this is a hockey podcast, but how are you feeling about the NFL draft tonight? I know you're a Jets fan. Yeah, it's exciting, huh? Um, yeah, Zach Wilson's going to be great, great addition to the team. Hopefully that occurs. That'd be sick. <laughs> I, I, I think that's a lock. Where do you want them to go with, uh, the other first round pick they have that Seattle's, uh, corner. Yeah, I'd like a corner, another offensive yeah. lineman. That's what I would been saying. Yeah, one of these. I agree. I agree. Don't even ask me how I'm feeling about the draft. I'm feeling great. We fleece <laughs> the Ravens for Orlando Brown. They are so dumb. So thank you. It's not Ozzy Newsome anymore. Whoever the new GM is of the Ravens, God bless you for having no clue what you're doing. So I appreciate you and everything you stand for, because you just traded us like a top five left tackle. And a second-round pick for pick 31? Oh, put him on the plane immediately. Crazy, yeah. crazy. In Brett Veach, we trust. Like, So in baseball, you know, there's a thing where if, like, Billy Bean calls you, you hang up the phone immediately because he's about to do it to you in a trade. And Brett yeah. Veach is entering that territory for football because it's like if he calls you, you probably shouldn't speak to him because he's going to make you look stupid in about, you know, three days time um but anyway so listen anyway. if you're here you know the drill but real quick we're gonna need you to check out the website beakbrands.com all right we got written content there obviously if you're here for the draft we got stuff for that you know if you're here to listen to us we got the podcast there so check out the website that's number one number two would be follow beak brands on instagram twitter and facebook our content is shared there uh, today we just actually released my waiver wire pickups for fantasy baseball. So if you're a fantasy baseball player, the link is in the bio on Instagram. It's also on Twitter and Facebook and the website. You can check that out. That gets really big numbers, Joe. Really big numbers. Does- fantasy baseball waiver wire. Yeah. The people live for the bottom feeder scraps on the fantasy baseball waiver wire. All right. That's number two. Uh, That's number fire. three, if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to the channel comment on the video feel free to interact with the bots that always comment on the video they won't answer but you can talk to them um and then if you're a <laughs> if you're an apple and a spotify person uh follow rate and review subscribe etc etc and then if you're here just to interact with me and joe i'm at tim ferdinand he's at joe wilson 24 with two e's and i'm sure for the draft tonight we'll be super super active so if you're listening to this and you know to kill time before the nfl draft we got you. All right, Joe. So let's get it started right. here. 
couple of things we got to talk about. Number one, the NHL announced another TV deal. This time with Turner. All right, so what are your thoughts on that compared to the ESPN deal? Well, obviously ESPN, like Disney deal, like doesn't really get bigger than that. But like for the NHL to sign another like like $225 million contract for like a seven-year like streaming on like TNT and like HBO Max streaming service and like ABC and stuff to TBS. ABC is with the ESPN one, but TBS and TNT, that's going to be huge. Plus, because they like lost a good amount of money this season with not having uh, fans in attendance. So that's huge for them. Yeah, totally. I think that's a big move. But uh, so, you know, what are the chances Shaq, Kenny, and Ernie and friends get to do the hockey uh, intermission reports? That would be the best thing ever. <laughs> AJ Molescu, oh my God, do I hate that person. Horrible. Horrible. But yeah, I'd love to hear Shaq talk about hockey. In that video I sent you, and he's, talk- he's trying to like list the teams, he only knows like two NHL teams. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the ESPN did the same thing when they had Stephen A. Smith talk about his top five things he knows about hockey, and all five of them were, like, totally irrelevant, like, items yeah. to know about the sport. Like, yeah. It, it's love- just, it's funny to me how, like, these major, like, sport outlets only talk about football and basketball. That's it. That's yeah. all they talk about is football and basketball. They don't talk about baseball. They don't talk about hockey. So... You have to get, like, NHL and MLB Network to be able to, like, hear stuff about that. That's what I mean. An NHL Network, and, well, they're actually together, I think, because I've seen, like, uh, their, like, anchors go back and forth. MLB Tonight, I talk about this with Keith all the time on the baseball podcast, is my favorite show on the planet. Any night, you can, listen, Friday Night with Greg Amsinger, Howard Reynolds, and Dan Plesak is better than any timeout you could ever have. Those three guys are hilarious. I swear, I swear, it's amazing. I don't even know who they are. They're so funny. That's like if you watch NHL Network and it's like, you know, pick any anchor you want, Kevin Weeks, and then like, I was just gonna say, dude, the three of them are electric all the time. Yeah. Kevin Weeks does not care about anything. He just says whatever the hell he wants. When someone's doing poorly, he's like, yeah, well, because this guy doesn't do this and he sucks about it. Like, that's what I want (laughs) to hear right there. Roast these guys. So hopefully Turner Sports has the same thing going on. Uh, when it comes to hockey, I don't know who the announcers are going to be. That was my worry with ESPN. That is also my worry with them because there's nothing worse than listening to a game and the broadcast is horrendous. Yeah, can't like a real it. solid game and you just can't stand the people. Like, like you just have to like mute the television and just watch it. Yeah, like I feel bad because every week 17, Beth Moens somehow gets an NFL game and whatever team gets stuck listening to her, like I feel so bad for them. Yeah. Yeah, that's horrible. She got the Chiefs' first game with Patrick Mahomes as the starting quarterback when he was a rookie. They benched Alex Smith. Oh, my God. He was, like, making all these plays. As a Chiefs fan, I've never seen in my life because we've never had a quarterback that's actually been good. And she just ruined the whole game for me. And then I forgot who she had. I think it was Denver again this past year. And I was like, what did Denver do to deserve this? They already have to deal with Drew Locke and John Fox. I mean, not John Fox. Vic Fangio. That's just it's like, come on, man. And then you got to do him dirty and give him Beth Moens. It's so rude. So rude. <laughs> but that's I mean, a... like, they just, like, want to make sure no one watched that game. Yeah, yeah. They needed the ratings to go to a different location is what they needed. Yeah. Um, all right. We're 
we're getting off the rails a little. A lot of nonsense today. A lot of nonsense. You know, we're <laughs> off our normal recording schedule. So, like, we're just out here having a good time. Yeah. Just chat. Yeah, exactly. Um, but let's play a little puck out of here. All right. So, we have some teams that have clinched already. So, just to name a few, you know, Vegas, Colorado, Minnesota, Florida, Carolina, Tampa, etc. All right. So, here's my question to you A team from the West, Vegas or Colorado, I guess, are my two picks, for, even though Minnesota has clinched also. Um, so, you. Vegas or Colorado is the team to beat for the whole thing. So you could pick either Vegas or Colorado to win the Stanley Cup or the field. Which side are you going to go on? Um, that's, that's a pretty tough question there, Tim. But honestly, I'd say I puck with that. I feel like those two teams are just like so fast and like just so well-balanced all around. Um, that it's going to be really hard to stop. Even though I think of all, like, the playoff teams in the East, like, it doesn't even compare. Because besides, like, Vegas, Colorado, and Toronto, like, the East is kind of, like, way more stacked compared to them, in my opinion. Yeah, you know how I kind of look at it? Like, a lot of football references on the day of the NFL draft, you know? Like, all those years when the Patriots were just, like, smacking everybody in the AFC – and it was just, like, the Patriots yeah. and a bunch of teams. And then the NFC had, like, all the depth. But then, you know, the yeah. Patriots would play them in the Super Bowl and kill most of those teams. So it's kind of yeah. like that, where, like, Vegas and Colorado are, like, significantly better than everybody else, even though the East, North, and whatever, I guess, Central might have, like, better teams. Um, but if you had to pick a team to beat Vegas or Colorado, which team would you pick? Um, Washington. Yeah. You, you've come yeah. around to my side of the thing here, yeah. haven't you? They're watching my team get smacked around, like, three games straight. Three yeah. Times. Pretty, pretty, pretty tough to watch. Hopefully, like, the Rangers don't go on a run. Like, imagine we don't make the playoffs. I mean, nuts. Yeah, that'd be unfortunate for the Islanders, but... But we got the Sabres and Devils after the rags, so... Yeah, I mean, we got some good stuff coming up, but losing three to Washington was tough. Yeah, but, I mean, got to be angry after that, yeah. unlike the Flyers. <laughs> I... <laughs> I'm going to need that. I'd have to cut that as a drop, just the unlike the Flyers <laughs> thing all the time. Man. Do you uh, think anyone from the Central could be? Because the Central's really good. Yeah, they are definitely. Yeah, they are really good. Florida, Carolina. Tampa Bay, honestly, has fallen off in that division. But yeah, they have. Yeah, Carolina's been playing really well. Really, really well. See, I feel like, to me, Carolina's like that team where against their own division, they're really good. If they somehow oh. drew Vegas or Colorado, they would get absolutely curb-stomped. Yeah. 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 Like, I don't know if they could beat them in a seven-game series. Yeah. Because I, I don't know if, like, their offense is there for that. Cause, like, That's what I mean, yeah. It's going to be a boring competition. They have that rookie goalie along with, like, what, James Reimer? Like, mm, not really yeah. what you, like, I don't know want. if that's going to hold up. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Will the pressure get to the kid? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. But I guess I agree with you that as of right now, Vegas on their 10-game win streak in Colorado would be my two favorites to yeah, win the Stanley that's... Cup. Um. And I've been saying it since we first started recording. 
I mean, obviously, we live in New York, so we got a lot of Homer, Ranger, and Islander fans, and they're like, no, no, you're crazy, and I converted you, and you're like the biggest Islander Homer I know, aside from like two or three other people, so maybe they'll come around to it. But uh, that was- I mean, it's hard not to come around once you get like smacked like that, like it's embarrassing. <laughs> like at least win one of them. <laughs> I get a point. Like they, we, I don't even think we got a point. Well, that's what I've been trying to tell people the whole year. Like they're like, "Oh, the Islanders are so good." I'm like, "The Islanders are the Patriots without Tom Brady." They <laughs> they just have a system. They have a bunch of guys who just run around, or in this yeah. case, skate around that people think are good. And if they Old played Charles. on it. If they played on a different team, they'd be like fourth line players, most of them. Like, they stink. I'd say that last year, but not really more anymore. Not really this year. Like, I just think the line combos and the chemistry just hasn't clicked yet since the new acquisitions. Like, I just feel like Palmieri and Barzell should be at, like, why aren't they playing together? It doesn't really make sense to me. And, like, having Wallstrom not consistently in the lineup, like, hmm. Like, Del Call has been playing well. Like, honestly, like, sure he should play sometimes but like walsham's gotta play he's gotta score no i know what you mean but i'm just thinking like as individual talents you know what i mean like when you put i keep using the patriots when you put the patriots together they're really good and then when one of those guys leaves in free agency to go to another team the new team is like yo this dude is trash compared to what we thought we were getting it's not that they're bad it's just that like they're not horrendous but they're not as good as you thought they're just like meh and yeah, the Islanders have the a bunch of those guys. In, yeah. The system they're in makes them, like, exceed expectations. For 100%. Their, like, 100%. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but let's keep talking playoffs here. So, the Jets had a pretty big injury, Joe. Well, at least I they think did. it's a big injury. Yeah. Uh, so, Nick Ehlers is hurt. Yeah. He's done for the year. That sucks. Simple question. Does that... You know, is that the nail in the coffin for the Winnipeg Jets? Yeah, fuck with that. Yeah. Yeah. Almost, like, what, 46 points in 47 games? Almost a point-per-game player, like, and on a team that doesn't have that many offensive weapons? That that sucks. Yeah, it's not good for them. I think, obviously, they're still going to get in, it looks like, but it's just... Yeah, yeah, for sure. They'll definitely get in. It's just Are they going to make any noise? Yeah. Yeah. make any Imagine they just go off now because I said that. Oh, they probably will. I mean, listen, have you seen the way my picks have been going lately? I pick a team, they lose the first game, and then they play a home-and-home with the same team, and they win the second game. Like, thanks. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, we're even on the way. Yeah, I know. You got to step it up. That's a little bit later, though. Yeah, that's later, though. Um, And then our last question here, right? Connor McDavid, I know we talk about him a lot especially for people that don't live in Edmonton, but this dude's insane. So you, you can't not talk about this guy. Uh, so McDavid, 14 points in his last 14 periods, <laughs> which is yeah. like, and he hasn't had like a crazy, you know, Mika Zibanejad, like nine point game or something like ridiculous. Um, he's just consistently better than everyone he plays. So he yeah. needs 16 more points in the next nine games to get to 100. We talked about this last week. I want to see if your stance has changed. Connor McDavid will score 100 points on the season. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I fuck with it. Yeah. All Because we talked about it before. All we need is a five-point game, and it's so doable. Yeah. So much more doable. 
I mean, he shaved oh. it down, right? When we when we first asked the question, he needed more than two points per game to yeah. get to 100. Like, yeah, now we're less than two, so that's sick. Now we're less than two, and like we, like we said off air, if he has like a five-point game and you need 11 points in eight games, that's a lock. You could take it to the bank. There's no mm-hmm. way he doesn't cash on that. I agree. I agree for sure. I, I love him. I love him so much. He's so good. I know I say it all the time. Like, uh, the, yeah, his it's insane. The Just things I would do for the Islanders to have a player like that. Like, I know Barzell's really good, but like McDavid's on yeah, another yeah. level, like complete yeah, another top, level. Top three lines shipped to Edmonton for Connor McDavid. I wouldn't for even sure. do that if I was them. I'd literally be like, "You can take a hike with that." There's no way. <laughs> if I was Edmonton, like I want Barzell. I want the entire AHL team. I want all your international prospects. I want all the vendors you have at the stadium. I want the and stadium it, itself. I want the rights to Nassau Coliseum. Like, I want the whole I want, franchise. I want Lou and Barry. Like, I want everything. <laughs> Barry as my, like, house pet. <laughs> Imagine Lou trading himself to Edmonton for Connor McDavid. Yeah, like, draft picks for the next 15 years. <laughs> Oh man, now he's re- he's really good, and I think that it happens. And I know we're kind of flying through today's episode, but obviously, you know, we got the NFL draft going on tonight, and we just kind of want to get some quick hockey content out for you because we know we have a little hockey audience, like a clan almost. Um, so let's keep moving, Joe. It's time to wet keep the beak, me. and let me tell you, our beaks have been pretty dry, like drier than the Sahara Desert out here, right? <laughs> because we started off really good. We were like eight or nine games over 500. We were killing it. Yeah. And we're doing um, well. we've hit a rough patch. So we're now. I mean, every, every, every better goes through it. Go through the cold streaks. We just got to yeah. we just gotta end it and make sure it's like a two, three week thing. It's just unfortunate because we both hit our cold streak at the same time. So we're not even carrying each other. Um, so here we go. We're 18 and 18 on the year. Like me and Joe said, it has not been great lately for us. Uh, so, yeah. Joe, you got to pick first this week. So, why don't you give me one of your games? Islanders over Rangers. Positive side of the money line, it says here. Hopefully that's true because I feel like that's a solid pick. They just got dropped by the Caps three straight. The Rags are looking to get in the playoffs. Isles looking to stay in the playoffs, like looking to probably not trying to be the last seed so we don't have to get spanked by Washington in the first round. So, yeah. Really liking the Islanders tonight. So, I, I we've said this before on the podcast. Joe likes to pick the teams that he thinks are going to rebound. Um, yeah. It did not work like, with the Flyers, so I really hope it works with the Islanders. <laughs> I do, too, because dropping four straight in this point of the season is just not ideal. No, it's not ideal. And if you're, pro- if you're wondering why we're a tad concerned... Um, just you know in general here we're coming down to the final five to six games depending on you know like what team you're here for um it's tight in the east rangers are only four points back uh capitals play the penguins for pretty much first place with first place on the line capital 68 points pittsburgh 67 points um and that's gonna be my first pick i'm gonna go capitals plus 100 uh you know, Washington and Pittsburgh are both, like, stupid hot in their past 10 games. 
Um, they both have seven wins. Like, it's been crazy. Capitals are 2-1-2 and against Pittsburgh this year, so not the best record. Uh, Pittsburgh has some guys out tonight. These are picks for uh, Thursday's games, by the way. Uh, but the reason I'm going to take the Capitals, they are third in power play percentage. Pittsburgh's penalty kill is 24th. So I think for a per-game basis, that might not pop up as much as you think it would. But I'm just thinking, I know it's not a, a playoff series, but if you get into a playoff series, things like that, like a, a third-ranked power play against a bottom-tier penalty kill, that can cost you a series. And I think the Capitals know that they're playing for first place. Uh, and I think the Capitals know that they're better than every team in the Eastern Division right now. Uh, and I think they would rather avoid the Islanders only because even though they just crushed them three times, the Islanders have shown the capability to take it to Washington. And I don't know yeah. if Boston can do that. So I think Washington has a little incentive to play for that one seed to draw Boston in the first round. Yeah. That's solid. solid. Joe's with it. I always like to think of it as if, like, I'm on the team, even though I'm totally not, uh, obviously, because, you know, I wouldn't be yeah. here if I was. But that's just the way I look at it from a player's point of view, you know what I mean? So who's your second game? My second game is – hold on, where'd it go? I'm pretty sure – yeah, it was the Oilers minus 122 over the Flames. And the reason I'm doing that is because – opposite of the last reason oilers went one two in a row seven two and one in their last 10 playing real well five and three against the flames this season hopefully and um they could uh become six and three that'd be really cool really appreciate that <laughs> and yeah just i like that pick a lot yeah listen i like that pick too i was actually I was looking at the games before you texted me, and I, that was one I didn't think that you would pick, and you picked it, and I was just like, oh. So uh -huh. I had to pick a different game. Uh, my other game is going to be the Florida Panthers minus 167. They're 4-2 against Chicago this year. As we, me and Joe have talked about a lot on this podcast, Panthers are really good. They're a solid team. Obviously, you know, they're right in the middle of the – playoff pack i guess of teams that are uber competitive like we said before they clinch they're currently in second place um in the central division so they're a good team blackhawks have not been playing well lately you know they're five and five but they do have a negative 19 goal differential florida is plus 25 so i think chicago at this point i think they might be running out of steam right like we we've said they were overachieving the whole year i think we've yeah. gotten to that point where they see the finish line and they're like i don't know if we got enough in it in the tank. So I'm going to take I Florida. I like that pick as well. Joe likes that pick as well. All right. Fingers crossed tonight for those two. I'll be watching that in between the NFL draft commercials, which take 45 minutes in between each pick. Cause they already know that you know what the pick is. So they want to make you wait and stay up till like midnight to get to the last team. Brutal. It's a terrible experience. Uh, okay. Here we go. Games of the weekend, Joe. What do you got? Saturday, May 1st, beginning of May, 7 p.m. Hopefully, hopefully for tonight's game, Isles-Rangers, to get like physical, bring some tension. So for Saturday's game, it's a super good close one, maybe some fights. Those are always a great time to watch. So I don't think anyone on the, on the Rangers could smack around Matt Martin, so that's sick. And yeah, 
just like that game. Good old rivalry. rivalry. <laughs> I feel you. I like that, and it has some playoff implications, so that's a good pick. Uh, my pick is going to be also Saturday at 7 o'clock, Penguins-Capitals. And you're probably like, did you just bet this game? Yeah, they're playing tonight. They're playing again on Saturday. Like I said before, they're playing for first place. This is a big, big game. And I think, like, if Pittsburgh, I think Pittsburgh needs the one seed more than Washington does, in my opinion, because I don't think Pittsburgh wants to play Washington or the Islanders in the first round. So if you're Pittsburgh and you can get to draw Boston instead, like, you're in great shape. I feel bad we're picking on Boston like they're a bad team. I just don't think they're as good as the other three teams. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at. And if the Rangers somehow sneak in, like I don't think they have a chance to beat Washington or Pittsburgh in a seven-game series. Um, so that's my game of the weekend because I could see that being a little – this little two-game set being a preview for uh, like the Eastern Conference, I guess, divisional round, if you want to call it that. Yeah. Joe agrees. Joe agrees. So listen, we went nice and quick today. A little half an hour. Oh, kill some time before the NFL draft. Obviously, you can listen to this whenever because it's a podcast. Next week, we will be pretty much at the end of the regular season. And if we're not at the very end for every team, we're like right there. So we should have some playoff matchups set and ready to go. Uh, we'll definitely have that for you. A little preview next week. And then obviously, as we go deep into the playoffs... Um, listen, we have a lot to talk about. Okay. We do. We will. So, like I said before, beakbrands.com. Check out the website. You can follow at beakbrands, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Obviously, if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to the channel. We could use that. Tell your friends. Watch it. Whatevs. You know, if you're on Spotify and Apple, follow slash subscribe, rate and review. You know the whole spiel at this point. Me and Joe will be back next week. Like I said, hopefully we have some playoff matchups set and ready to go. And we're flying, baby. Playoff hockey time, Joe. Very exciting. Very exciting indeed. So listen, until next time, me and Joe are going to hop out of here, and we will talk to you soon. (laughs) 